Blog Talk Radio. The time is now. On everything. Took my heart away from money. I ain't interested in fame. And I pray that never change. Ambition is priceless. It's something that's in your veins. And I put that on my name. Uh. Only hope I had was selling dope Was on my grind cause times was harder than to sell a flow My mama told me never steal and never sell a folk I grew up looking up the niggas that was selling coke Oh, I was raised by the stop sign No religion, I was getting saved by the Glock 9 By the minute I was getting paid like a hotline Serving raw, things calling, we was that kind Well connected, well respected and well protected And get accepted, was rejected, now they regret it And get my message
wishes to my opposition You niggas probably cop a plea before you cop a pistol I got nothing against them, they got fucking potential But every nigga who can read gotta get his issue Subscribe niggas reside where all the lines and killers be And I ain't spend a minute up in the streets But I'm limitless mentally, I'm lyrically DMC LeBron shit, I was in a six after 23 And family gets everything, and money is less important Long as your mama like you, don't ever love a woman I got a lot of bitches, they got a lot of feelings But I got that green on my eyes and that ain't no Donny Simpson I retire you niggas, fuck you in your position They play so this slippery niggas can't even kick it Y'all ramble and talking shit to these bitches You know you real, you don't say it, you know you real, we gon' feel it Rock, they gon' let me for my ambition. Easy to dream, a dream, but what's harder to live? Look, they gon' let me for my ambition. Beautiful music, painted pictures, it be my vision. They gon' let me for my ambition. The Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, The Empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for showtimes and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavidson at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. For when the Empire speaks, the Empress listens. This is the Empress. It is Thursday, April the 7th, 2016, and it's been a minute. The Empress took a little bit of a vacation, and she decided to just serve herself for a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. I can't help but say that I needed a lot of rest and a lot of uh you know, just taking care of myself. Now, I can't tell anybody else what to do with themselves, their lives, their children, their situations, but I can tell you what I have experienced myself, what I have learned to triumph over, what I have absolutely miserably failed at, and what others have shared with me that either helped or didn't work so well uh, in my favor. Now, the empire is my baby. It was here before that show with all them singing people and all of that crap that they was doing on Fox. And, you know, Fox is the devil. Just in case you don't know, Fox is the devil. I don't know why people listen to it. I don't even know why people watch it because it's not something that's progressive at all. And it's something of a channel that is very much against people who aren't mainstream elitists. Or the, you know, the grand poopers of the world, but that's neither here nor there. 
But we're streaming live here. I've got so many things going on right now. Tonight's show is about child support, and it's not the typical show. This is not a male bashing show. This is not a woman bashing show. This is not a show that's saying that child support should not happen. This is not a show that is to down or damn anybody who receives child support or anybody who does not want child support from the significant other whom they have children with. This is just a show to educate you about the differences between what child support is intended for and how it's actually working in our society today. Because if you ask people based on income, I think you'll get one answer. I think if you ask people with regard to sex, whether it's a male or a female, you'll get a different answer. I think if you ask people who are married and now divorced, you get a different answer. And then if you ask celebrities versus the regular person of whatever, you know, just blue-collar worker or what have you, you'll get an even different answer. So it's just all over the place with regard to what people feel about it, but the truth of it is how it functions, what it was intended for, how it's being used, and how it's being abused. And we will not bash, you know. I know that's fun. It's very fun. I think sometimes people just want to be able to have something negative to say, and I think that individual situations always feel like nobody else is going through this. This is a special, uh, this is a special situation. You know, nobody goes through the craziness that I go through. Nobody goes through these things. But the truth of the matter, baby, this is not brand new. It's not going to go away. It's not going to resolve itself or dissolve in itself. It is something that every parent every child, every adult, whether or not you have children, and anybody who is uh, in the uh, to have relationship with others need to learn. These are some very basic principles about the law. I had anticipated not doing any shows until the last week of this month, but I had a comment from mine last night. And just to hear some of the things from the male perspective always opens up a different gamut of what I used to think or how I used to think with regard to issues because I can only think and I can only function in what I know myself. I'm a girl. I'm a woman. I am a woman who has been married and divorced and have had issues with custody uh, uh and, and, and legalization of child support and those sorts of things. So I do speak from experience, but my perspective is not the only perspective that's out there. And I think that when people understand that first, that your situation is always going to be unique, but the overall idea of what is best for children usually is tooted and blown out. It's all, it's all about the children. It's all about the kids. It's about, we love the children. We love the the, the kids, and we want the best for them. Well, sometimes it's hard to believe that that is the truth by some of the things that people say and do with regard to child support and child support issues. Child support, child uh, custody, child uh, guardianship, uh, child rearing, all of those issues are enveloped into one big idea, and people are either splitting it down the middle trying to simplify it as if it is just black and white, when every situation is unique, every set of circumstances are, are different. And thank you so much for sending me that text. So I just sent me a text. My shoe is on sale that I won't 
and I'm not even a school person, but and, and that's the other thing. How child support once the person ordered should be monitored or not. A lot of people feel and have said and some states have actually started to change the way child support originally was written and ordered. Now, child maintenance is a requirement of each state to litigate. So there are there are laws in every state with regard to how children of a separated uh, custody um, is going to be handled, and it's handled in um, court systems all over the all over the United States. And each state, of course, has their own specific ways of handling it. But it does not mean that there aren't some general basic rules with regard to the, the, the definitions of how those things are, are to occur. One thing that I want to do is to define some specific things and to separate those things out that are kind of clumped together and uh, explained a lot of the times by the layman. Now, I'm not a lawyer. I could not get my good friend to see the block on tonight. I'm sure she's really, really busy. She's been um, uh, with the uh, reality show. and But I trust her professional opinion, not because she's ever represented me at all, just because she's very plain about what the law says you can do, particularly to the state of Alabama, which that's just because that's the state that we live in, but with regard to uh, domestic law regarding divorce and child custody and child support issues um, across other state lines. Now, again, everything that you hear tonight may not be applicable to your certain situation, but when it comes to the children, I think that we all can agree that most times and in most situations, when there is a child uh, custody or child support issue, there is a, a lot of lingering questions that never get answered, a lot of that never get resolved, and those issues create even bigger issues uh, for the process of making a standard of care. It's like a care plan for the rest of the childhood experience for this child who originally and most probably was born in a situation where the parents were intended to stay together, be together, and provide as a unit for uh, this child or children, which has now been interrupted for whatever reason. And this is, this is not something as simple as, you know, we don't get along and we're divorced. Sometimes, you know, and I didn't even look at it this way because, of course, when you experience something yourself, you're, you're going to uh, use that expertise from that perspective. Issues and cases don't even come um, um, up in, in conversations and are even linked together with, with some people in their minds and in their understandings of the issues with people who are uh, not married. And that's one of the things that was kind of interesting to me because what I did not realize is that there were some times when um, the things that I said and the things that I had uh, reviewed and, and, and learned uh, regarding uh, child support and those types of issues, it was regarding people who had been married. Um, uh, it, 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 it's not something that's very, very common to understand that a lot of a lot of people have the same exact issues with regard to children's needs, whether you're married or not. A child is a child is a child. So a married child 
is no less needing vision, financial support, and obligations from the parents than those children who are not born into uh, a, a marriage situation or those versus, you know, who are just born outside of wedlock. So a lot, a lot of the shows that I do are related to things that I can relate myself to because that's the only way I can be expert to an opinion. You, I'm, I'm not really sure whether or not you can have an opinion about something you have not participated in or you know nothing about. I, you may be able to do that. I'm just not sure that that's the wisest thing to have. But with that being said, I'm going to play one little song. And then we're going to let this puppy in because he is really knocking at the door like a, a person. Be right back. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, uh, you ain't right. Learn. Uh, really? Okay, you must think I'm fucking stupid. Busted you communicating with all of these other dudes. You must think I'm fucking foolish. You're just an opportunist. I struggle to love you through all of my pain and my confusion. I wonder what got me through it. Used to be your poppy, but we not speaking. I'm not feeling the same and still I stay because we got seeds. I'm a palm tree in the rain. The way I sway, move with the wind. Excuse your sins until you slip and you do it again. You ain't my woman nor my friend. Now, I see how you get down. Go back to your text, pal. We're moving on. The illusion's gone in your field with regret Now, used to have me stressed out Now I'm in a better space And you gon' feel real dumb when there's someone else in your fucking place I know, hey. you know, you ain't right go, go, Please stop, I know where you was last night And if you're gon' lie, then at least be good I heard you was in your old gut I thought we were past these days No more games, I believe
Greg Jackson there on Blab, and again, I am on blogtalkradio.com. You can call in if you'd like to live converse concerning this particular topic. That number is 646-478-5625. Hi, DJ, I miss you too. Um, We will do the after show on uh, blab.im again. That is a live feed on the web where it's best to use through Chrome, Google Chrome, and we're going to be talking about the issue of child support. And I know we've done this show before, but I had a conversation on last night with regard to child support, and, of course, it was a male who felt that child support is a bust, child support is a a gamut, it's a racket, it has nothing to do with the child themselves, that it's just some another way to keep families separated, to, you know, fight the power in an opposite way. It's kind of funny sometimes to hear what people have to say about child support and and men in particular as to why they prefer not to go through the court system. Well, you know, I do understand that there are always exceptions to the rule, and those rules being uh, the types of women who abuse the system, who use the system as some type of come up. I've heard men say that forever, like there's a way to come up from child support, uh, just like it's amazing to me how guys feel like during tax season that there's a way to come up on that as well. It's like unbelievable to me. I don't know where that idea comes from, but I guess that's what they say. So it must be some, there must be some truth to it. Now, I think one, and I just really want to do a quick show because I haven't done a show in several weeks now, uh, trying to spend some more time with my children, time to get myself together, took a little vacay with the kids and planning on another one coming up soon. So I'm trying to enjoy my time, but I thought that the conversation I had yesterday just went south and that I didn't get the opportunity to really expound on the position of women who do receive child support uh, and are using it in a way that is appropriate. And, and, and I think that when most people, both men and women, hear the word child support, it is always in some negative connotation. It's never positive. It's almost like a taboo subject with regard to people with children, period. Women don't want to get uh, child support because it's going to somehow ruin the potential for the parenting to not be done well or as well. Or they, uh, the opposite is true. Men say that, yeah, I would pay child support, but if I'm going to pay child support, then I should be able to see my child. And, you know, it's, it's so much that goes into this particular topic, but I tried to list some of the most common issues that needed to be uh, kind of explained or expounded upon. And we're just going to jump right into that. Again, we're on blab.im. I am the Empress Fed, so we're going to do the after show there. If anybody wants to chime in, share some personal information, if you'd like to do that on the air now, the phone number is 6, or you can call 855 So we're going to jump right in. And, again, I wanted to get a 
professional because I'm not an attorney. I don't profess to be an attorney. I have always said that um, it's best to get the information from a source that is reputable, um, and I wanted to have an attorney on, but I decided really to do this show at such a last-minute effort. Again, the conversation was uh, going well, but the understanding, I think, was being lost because when you get lost in the translation just because of your personal opinion or because of what you feel, then you're losing the whole point because everybody's situation is going to feel huge, it's going to feel big, it's going to feel like, you know, ain't nobody going through the kind of stuff I'm going through. Yes, they are. People are going through all kinds of situations some of which are worse than others, but the generic parts of taking care of children is across the board pretty much uh, basic, and a lot of things are just, it doesn't matter where you live. I've heard some stories, oh, I'm, I'm from Jersey or I'm from New York, and up here they don't do that like that, or you can't just go and do that here in the state of Georgia. You have to do that. You know, that's something that they don't do here. It's just, to me, sometimes there are excuses and people are just using word of mouth and kind of uh, rumor mill knowledge-based information to make some decisions that are life-changing. First of all, there is a difference between child support and child custody. Those two things do not go hand in hand. When you look in any type of source, whether you ask an attorney, whether you go online, pick up a dictionary, go on Wikipedia, the basic definitions of those are related, but they're not the same. In family law, And in public policy, child support is determined to be an ongoing periodic payment that's made by a parent for the financial benefit of a child following the end of a marriage or a relationship. A lot of people who are non-married feel as though because they are not married that they somehow are removed from the ability or the responsibility of paying child support has nothing to do with your marital, everything about this conversation is about the child. And I think that is the biggest issue that gets lost in child custody and child support issues. When people are not over the relationship, they have issue with uh, being able to, Understand that we're making some changes because of the child. Now, I'm I'm going to text someone because I got to get this. I don't want him to think that I'm I'm snooting him. Um, call this number. I'm going to t- I'm going to say this number again because I'm going to tell you this is an issue that uh, really was uh, touchy for a lot of people and particularly men. They don't want to talk about it. Uh, they don't want to understand what position people have, uh, and they just feel as though that their stance alone is the stance that is supreme on an issue that's about a coming together of two people. So, again, your child support is a periodic payment from a parent to a child of benefit uh, when a marriage or a relationship ends. Now, 
child maintenance is what it's called in some states, which maybe we should just change it to that. I don't know. <clears throat> child maintenance is paid directly or indirectly by an obligor or an obligee. The obligor is the non-custodial parent. So that means the person who does not have custody of that child is the obligor. They are the person that's obligated to pay the person who actually has custody of the child. And custody, uh, caregiver, guardian, the person who has the physical custody, usually at a certain percentage, uh, is determined to be the parent of, uh, of custody or the consenting parent, the parent who has the right to say. So child support is about finances. Child custody is about jurisdiction. Now, that, that's one of the other things that I really wanted to talk about because I think we get confused, both women and men, and we confuse this issue as if it is an issue with regard to property. Okay, when you're talking about a car, when you're talking about a house, when you're talking about some stuff and things that do not breathe, then I can understand there being this back and forth, and I'm not giving you that, and you don't deserve this, and da 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 da. I can understand that. I can totally get it because I understand when men have lived with women who have never worked and they've totally taken care of them, and the situation is, or dated a woman and had a child with them, and the situation is that she goes crazy. She starts stealing. She starts doing drugs. She starts taking his money. She starts sleeping with his daddy or anything of that sort that severs the relationship. I can understand him not wanting to give his stuff. I can understand him not wanting to house her. I can understand him not wanting to do anything else with regard to that woman but again, this topic is not about the woman. This topic is not about the man. The topic is about the child. And when you lose that perspective, you lose most people's understanding and rationalization of some basic principles like supporting the child. Child support is not for her. It is for that child. Child custody, depending upon where you live, there's going to be a parent who has primary custody, and then there's a potential for a second custody um, parent who has secondary custody. Sometimes there are parents who lose custody of their children, which pretty much says as a way of the law and as a, uh, an idea of the state, you are not able to make any decisions regarding the welfare, education, religious upbringing of this child. So custody has to do with control and decision-making for a minor child, a child that has not been recognized as an adult by the state that they live in. And most of the time this usually has to uh, it's differently. Like some people get married in one state and then they divorce in a different state and they try to get the child to have residency and all that. All of those legalities I understand, and those are specific to the, the situation. But when it comes down to it and we're talking about just plain custody, wherever that child spends the majority of their life 
uh, and custody meaning where they sleep, where they eat, where they're educated, where they have their, their health care, where they go to school, where they are uh, reared, how they're raised up. Whoever that pa- parent is is going to be the primary parent. There's no way, even in a marriage situation, to be 50-50, but if you're under the same roof, situations can be applied in those particular uh, statistics. But the state courts have the option of choosing what type of custody you get, okay? And so one of the other biggest issues is when men refuse to show up in court and make themselves present in the eyes of the state, they think just because she got pregnant and just because she had the baby and just because those things have happened and it's over with and understood that he doesn't have any rights with regard to the custody, the decision-making of that child, that is not the truth. In some jurisdictions is legally shared if they're in the same residence, but most times when there is a breakdown in the relationship, there's usually a severing of the residence. So the people don't live together anymore. Sometimes people totally take off. Sometimes they just might move down the street. Sometimes the primary residence that they did share now becomes one of those persons' residence, but that child is not able to be severed in the same way. So you have to understand that both parents have the capability of being equal partners in the decision-making for the children, but it's up to you to show that to the court. And when you don't show up, I don't care what she's doing, I don't care how unfit she is, when you don't show up, you show that you're not willing to participate in some of the major and basic care needs of that child, i.e. education, religious upbringing. So custody is usually awarded to whomever that primary parent is. Traditionally and most often historically, it has been the mother. It is most of the time that the mother is the person who has that role or has the bulk of that role and responsibility, whether she is a, a mother that is from a wet, uh, out of wedlock or in wedlock. So it, it, the states usually have that, I think, stance. I don't think it's an expectation. I don't think it's a, a, a standard. As a matter of fact, when I talked to Nikita before, she said to me that more often than not, that is what the case is. And, and sometimes even um, when men are the primary caregivers, if he has not made that point, if he is not showing himself to be where that child is and, and who's taking care of the child, who's providing the health care for the child, who's, you know, in that custody of the child, the states are not going to know that if you just simply don't show up. So not showing up should not be an issue. And the other thing is, is that some people just don't understand that, you know, there's a legal way of this happening, and then there's just a procedural way to lose your custody. A lot of the times, parents who have real issues, like if there's drugs, alcohol, or any type of safety issues that are 
mental issues that are related to the child care, those type of things, if they are true and can be founded and proved, can be brought into a court of law and used to gain custody. A lot of the times men say, and I've heard this, and I'm not bashing the men because I'm going to get on the women in a minute, but a lot of the men I've heard say she was crazy, she went crazy, she ain't fit, she using the money that I give to her uh, for herself and my child looking raggedy, or she's dropping the kids off at her mama's house. But the same can be said on the vice versa. And, but if she's not the type of mom you would like her to be, is different from her being an unfit mom. And that's one of the, that's the third, that's one of the most commonly misunderstood points of custody that men in particular think that they can use against mothers in a court of law. Just because you don't like how she does what she does, she does it, and you're not, and you're not present, so the child still is being taken care of whether you like how it's being done or not. She still has the right to custody. Uh, and the and the opposite is true. If she's not providing health care health for the uh, healthy environment for the child if she's actually putting the child in danger if she's not um, taking the child to school the things that the state require that uh, she be provided for financially if that's not happening you have that burden of proof but you can't stand back and say I just don't like this and then don't ever have anything to show you have to show that that parent is unable to perform some basic health care needs in order for that to happen. And then even, you know, a lot of people think that just because they're not your wife or they were not your husband or that you have multiple children with multiple parents, that there's going to be some difficulty in that. It doesn't matter how many children you have. As a matter of fact, if you're not married, it's usually better, I would say. Now, this is a non, it's a non, you know, uh, documented or actuated uh, position, but I could say it this way. In a marriage, if a woman knowingly, if she's separated but not legally divorced from her husband, gets pregnant during that marriage time and he does not do paternity, the state says that that, too, is his child because the child will not be bastardized and that child will be determined to be a product of the marriage that is on paper. You would actually have to prove that you are not the father in order to not take on those responsibilities. But a lot of the times men who are not married to their baby moms or their, the, the mothers of their children feel because they're not married to the mothers of those children that they can simply and more easily walk away from the responsibility of those children. I think that it is very much more often that that is the, the gripe. The, I'm not sure that that's the truth. I'm not sure if married men or men who have lost their relationship have more to say with regard to, um, you know, the whole divorce proceeding. Uh, being fair uh, with regard to child support and child custody than men who complain who are not married and have 
those same types of issues. But the child, again, is not a piece of property. The child is a human being, and that is that is the responsibility that has to be handled regardless of whether you are – thank you – uh, whether you are, and I'm going to open up some seats in a little bit because I'm doing this just a quick blab on blab, but I'm broadcasting live on blog, and I'm trying to get the information that I wanted to get out before people start to bring in their personal situations because what happens is is when you personalize um, a generic type of scenario, you have to start making some specialized recommendations and those sorts of things. But when we're talking just basic around the way, definitions of what child support is, what child custody is, and how those things are but related to, say, visitation, once you understand those things, I think you're better equipped to be able to get the judge to understand what you're asking for without seeming like you don't want to take care of your child. Because I found more often than not, men want to be a part of their children's lives. I think I have met so many men that are absolutely uh, loving parents. They love their children. They love being a part of that growth and development stage. They're more proud sometimes than mom because they didn't, and I think it has to do with them not having to have carried that child. There's something that's bonded with the mother that I know the males miss because they don't get to carry the seed around with them literally, but just had a bad situation. See, I need to let me open this seat, and I'm not sure if we're going to be able to hear on blog, but I'm really just trying. I had to reopen up my account, and I wanted to make sure that this information was at least recorded because what what you would think if you just listened kind of out in the world is that men don't want to provide for their children, and that's not the truth. What you hear generically out in the world is that women hate men, and they mad because they're not married if they were married, and they're bitter if they were married and are not now divorced, and that they make it hard for these fathers to take care of their children. And I don't think that's true either. I don't think either of those are holistically true, but it has become a tone that people just accept as being the truth. And and the more children that are born into these situations or these relationships that fail, the more often people just start to mimic what is expected of them rather than actually take and personalize their situation in a court of law. And and the best scenario I know would be let's not take it there, but my being coy and my being casual with a couple of people just asking them, would you have, men in particular, would you have children now? And a lot of men want children, but because when you say child, they think child support, if it doesn't work, they have decided to not have children. And the, and the last little part before I do the end of the show and then go on over to Blab is visitation rights. Now, visitation rights are related to custody. They are not one and the same. Now, if the courts award custody to one parent, then there are rights that still are available to the parent who does not have custody or who has a 
a separate type of custody. And a lot of men don't know that. You know, the, the sad thing is that you can go to the hospital as a female, have a baby, write a man's name on the line, whether he's there or not, and because his name has been reported as the father of that child, the state takes a stance in protectiveness that that child is born in and assign you a responsibility for the rest of the minor life of that child, just based off of that. And it, that's as easy as it can get. But with regard to you being able to take care of your child and you being able to uh, influence the life of a seed that is yours and maybe not, there's a process that men have just decided to just skip. They just decide, if I don't have equal rights, even though the child only sees me once a month, which is horrible, but which sometimes it happens, thank God not for my children, but it happens. They see the child once a month, and they think they should have all of the same abilities of say just because that's his child. For 365 days of a year, the child has all of these needs, and you're going to choose one or two weekends every month because the state says that's what you can have, and you don't do any more than that. That's not enough to have a full, well-rounded child. And on the after show, I'm going on after these mamas because I know that some of the cry of men is not a lie because I've seen it. I've seen women use them as pawns, but let's talk about visitation right quick. When a court awards custody to a parent, the non-custodial parent does still have rights. The rights are still in place, but there are just circumstances where there are degrees of where that child is going to be able to interact, and there are going to be degrees uh, into where that child can um, have, say, um, time with that other parent. Now, I do see another line that's a couple of lines that's come open here on Blog Talk, and I want to be able to allow people to say what they have to say with regard to this. And I never want anybody to feel compelled to divulge themselves and say, this is me, and I got all of this to say, and this is what happened with me. But I want you to be able to say your truth and say it as truthful as you can, whatever's comfortable for you. Uh, I'm going to save you from diverging too much information because it, it won't be used against you from here. But I know that sometimes we don't make logical decisions when we're personally hurt. We don't make some plain, good, sound decisions outside of our personal hurt because, again, this is not about the adult. This is about the children. This is about the children having what they need. Let me go ahead and open up the blind see if anybody has something to say. Uh, caller 9928, do you have anything to say so far? Um, I'm just I'm just chiming in, so I'm just listening um, okay. to what's being said. So I can... We will come back, though. I'm going to come back to you, so I want you to be able to uh, have say on whether you agree or disagree or chime in any way that you would like, but please, thank you so much for calling into the show. But um, let me go ahead and finish this visitation because a lot of the time, I know y'all have heard this because I've heard men say this and it makes me cringe. I don't know where they get this from. 
I pay child support, so I should be able to see my child whenever I want to. Um, that's stupid, okay? The children are not for sale. This is not about paying for an amusement ride. This is not a, a, a show. This is about the provision for a child, okay? So however the courts decide, you know, who's going to have the primary custody or not, the inherent process is this. We want to make sure that the child's welfare are taken care of in the best ability that it would be. I've heard men and women both say, had we stayed together, this would not be an issue. But because we're not together, we're fighting about something that has an effect not on us, but on the welfare of the child. I read a blog right before coming on the um, show of a woman who, too, was receiving child support, and she said that she felt conflicted for having received it, but she also knew that she wanted some things that she herself could not have even imagined to be able to do by herself. One of the reasons why she decided to not have children until she was married and had a husband who was financially willing to contribute as her husband is because she knew that she wanted to give things to her child more so than her parents gave to her, which is what is basic for everyone. Every parent usually wants to provide and allow a softer landing, a better experience, a wider range of opportunity than was given to them. I think that's what everybody has to say. But for some reason, when the relationship severs, that train of thought is lost by the party who has to pay child support. I know that that would be true uh, for women that I've counseled with, for people who have been on the show before to speak about this particular issue. It's sad to say but it is the truth. There are people who are willing to just go on and on and on and do for themselves and never go without, but at the same time, they're willing to uh, uh, leave those children without everything that they need. Now, I, I just, I don't get that, you know, I, and, and I can say it on the flip side too. I've heard and I've seen the men who uh, complain about women who are dressed to the T. She dressed to the T. She got everything going on, and her baby is raggedy. I've seen and heard that too. I don't know that that is an average. I I can't say that that is a standard because I don't believe that most women who have children would put themselves in a situation where they're still – you know, getting gravy and getting tight and all that kind of stuff and and looking good, and then they're not um, aware of the welfare of the children. I just don't believe that. So the child is still the subordinate to these grown folks supposed to be, and the courts recognize that just because you're paying child support that you're not necessarily guaranteed to have visitation, especially if rights of uh, custody have been removed from you. Sometimes if there's a physical, emotional, uh, uh, welfare issue, drugs and alcohol as well, 
sometimes you can be paying child support and not have any rights of visitation if they are removed. And sometimes, tragically, some states overlook that, still allow that visitation potential. Some children sometimes were all the time being moved from place to place to place to prevent that visitation. And then the very time that a court just slip up and, and miss the, the, the threat, and I'm talking about real threat. I ain't talking about you just mad you don't want him to see him. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about there are some real issues. He lives in a place where it's not safe for a grown person to be there, so no, the child don't need to be there either. Or he has a, a chemical dependency or has a uh, a house with guns that, you know, people have violence. Or so, you know, just lots of different things could be the case. But, again, if you don't show up and you don't participate in that um, in that testimony of what this situation is, then the basic rules will usually apply. And a lot of the time that's what's happening. So I'm a quick commercial break, and then we're going to come back to our caller from Mississippi, and then I'm going to break down the four different things that I think are the most important with this, and then we're going to go over to Blab, Okay. Be right back. Everything begins with an honest, open conversation. The Empire is exactly that place, and you can just weigh in, listen, or debate with others about topics ranging from childcare, sex, religion, and politics. We talk about the things that matter, the things we experience, and we make plans for how we can better live with change. Real talk, real people, real issues with real solutions. Call 646-478-5625 every Sunday and Wednesday at 8 Central on Blog Talk Radio to get Empire with the Empress. Or you can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Empire, where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. Okay, so we're going to ask our caller back on, and I'm not sure if a lot of men are willing to say the things that they've said before, but we women sometimes will have no problem with saying how we feel on this particular issue. Caller, are you there? Can you hear me? I'm here. Okay. Tell me what you um, heard and what you either agree with or would like to add. Well, I, I'm um, the issue of child support is the key word is support. It's for the support of the child. It is not a bargaining tool. It is not an insurance policy where you, you know, I'm insured certain rights or privileges. It's for mm-hmm. the support of the child. And um, I'm, I'm like some other people where it bothers me when the, you know, you have your hair done, nails done, everything all together, and then the child's not know barefoot. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at the same mm-hmm. time, men may use it as, if you don't let me see my child, I'm not paying child support. Wrong answer. Mm-hmm. The child mm-hmm. still needs clothes, food, shelter, all of that. Whether you see them or not, they need that. So, you know, there's both sides have, have issues, and the bottom mm-hmm. line is the child needs what they need, whether you see mm-hmm. them or not. But mm-hmm. put your put their needs above yours at all costs because mm-hmm. it's about the child and every dime that comes from child support needs to go to the child, whether mm-hmm. it be for food, shelter, or what have you. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think that child support should be like 
just like it's being used now. It's mandatory. If there is a child related to a relationship, um, then it should automatically go before the court and be uh, requested for child support. Do you think it should be mandatory? I most definitely do because of the fact that I have seen it uh, instances where child support is not there. And then so um, one instance, the child care doesn't get paid because the, the, they promise to pay whatever, you know, the parent, the other parent promised to pay, but then they don't pay mm-hmm. it, so then it doesn't get paid, mm-hmm. and the child, the, the, you know, doesn't have their daycare. Or whatever mm-hmm. it is that the child needs is going lack because the child support is not there. So it needs mm-hmm. to be some kind of regulated, um, I don't know how they would go about regulating as far as the amount, but mm-hmm. it needs to be mandatory whether the father has a child or whether the mother has a child. The child needs mm-hmm. to be taken care of at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, since you believe that it should be mandatory, do you think that it's appropriate to require the receiving parents to keep a record of what they spend? Do you think receipts are the best way to go about that, or what do you think? That's kind of a touchy thing I, because mm-hmm. to say I need to see a receipt and then <laughs> – just like on that um, Madea play, you can't get no receipt. Right. <laughs> um, no receipt, no receipt. Yeah, because some mm-hmm. things you can't, you know, how can you say I need a receipt for, you know, certain things that the child may need to have, you may not be able to get a receipt. But mm-hmm. For the most part, if you're spending money on a child, you'll get your, but if you're taking mm-hmm. a snowball thing, you're not getting a receipt. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you take them to ride on a ride, whatever. Some things you can't get a receipt. So mm, that's mm-hmm. kind of touchy. That's kind yes. of touchy as far as the yeah. receipt goes. But it needs to yeah. be some kind of – it needs to be regul- – I, I don't know how they would regulate it, but it needs to be more regulated because, you know, both sides have issues. The mm-hmm. receiving side and the giving side, they both have issues. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day mm-hmm. – the child's well-being, it should be the, the main thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I just have never understood the whole idea about this receipt thing. Like, that is just super. First of all, it's funny to me. It's like we're going to put a price tag on your baby. That's just, like, kind of insulting to me. It's the same thing, um, you know, when people, bar- when people bargain shop for other things, they want to stick a price to see what this is so that they can run over here and compare it. Then I feel like it's going to be a way for people to start giving less care to deserving children. And and that, to me, is the worst-case scenario with regard to this whole thing. It's like we're turning this into a, a, a real business. Now, I will say this in closing, that there are there are some people who don't do the right thing, period, Nine out of ten times, those same scandal is not doing the right thing. People were not doing the right thing when you laid down with them. It's just we get blinded by the relationship. But the relationship is a totally different entity and being when we're talking about child support. We're just saying that you two who are no longer together still have a responsibility whether you are going to work it out or we're going to have to make you work it out for this child, period. At the end of the day, I want 
people to know four particular things. The first one is for anybody paying child support. You are not paying that other parent, okay? You're not giving money to her. And, guys, this is not enough money to do the things that a lot of men are complaining about. I swear I've heard it forever. She getting her hair done. She getting her some products. She getting her some bread bottles. She getting, if they do that with that money, then okay, you you got a point. But I don't think that the majority of women who receive child support uh, payments or, 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 or availability of services from someone have enough money to be screaming like they are really just bawling all out now that they got child support. That is crazy. Now, there are even some states who have now started to have a requirement. You're going to have to work in order to receive assistance, and you're going to only be able to receive assistance at a certain amount at a maximum, regardless of the number of children that you have. Now, some other states have done it. All states have it. I think they've had some dummy states that had really skyrocketing numbers of child support issues and requests uh, than others. And I feel bad for people who are just popping out all of these babies, not to get child support, but not thinking about the after part. It is a huge responsibility. And unless you are a celebrity that is balling, I'm talking about it's really for real balling, like hard balling too. Um, this not a lot of a lot of money. Like there's not, I don't know any I don't know any woman that I've ever met, and I know women from all economic standpoints who are just like I'm rolling in the child support. No, most of the women that I know already are working themselves and providing all of their availability of services from their jobs and their, you know, side hustles and uh, uh, double shifts. And then the child support comes in and it just keeps you from drowning. Okay. So understand that life is an expense, period. That child is a life. Child care is expensive. Clothes, foods, residence, health care, and just even like, like my friend said, even just a snowball, those things cost. Nobody has time to pull out a damn receipt book to prove to you that I needed an extra $5 this week because you're ignorant if you think that a minor child can receive this benefit without getting some type of, you know, without it in some way having to be used by that other adult. Now, if you didn't marry an adult-minded person, that's your fault, okay? If you married somebody or was dating somebody and laid down with somebody and now she's crazy or he's stupid, you just fault yourself for having the, you know, ill will of choosing a poor mate. But don't damn the child at the end of the day because the benefit has to go through that person. So, guys, stop saying she's so stupid. I can't say you saying you made a stupid mistake, so you stupid. You still got your eating, your clothes, your house. Do that for your child. And, two, a check is not a substitute for the support that the child really needs, and that is not monetary. Having a sound personality child by the age of seven 
when they've been, you know, gone through the divorce just like the adults, it's free. Feeling secure at the end of the day when you're afraid as a child, that's free. Being available to a child when they need you and if you want to see them without the states having to make you do anything, that's free. And if you do those things, some of these problems wouldn't be. So presence, you're just being present, is the biggest gift that you could give any child that actually bears your last name and your blood, your, your DNA. Like, I don't understand these men who feel like uh, I need to pay. I'm paying child support, so I need to see my child. This is not the fairground. This is not an amusement park. We're talking about the livelihood and stability of a life that is yours. It's just as much your life as it is this child's life. So a check is not going to substitute, you know, I pay my child support. I don't, I don't give to. I think that it would not be uh, incorrect to say that most women would prefer the presence and the sound uh, fatherhood and motherhood of that of, of, of those parents over any amount of money. When you know your child is okay and sound and taken care of and that they're not worried, that they feel secure, they feel cared for, they feel important, there ain't no price tag you can put on that. That is more important than a check will ever be. Number three, your obligations are equal to hers or his, period. I, I get so tired of hearing these women act like they're owed something just because they both laid down and made a baby. I do not care that you do not have a job and you did not have a job, but now he's not with you. He is not your responsibility anymore, lady. This child is your responsibility. You need to get your butt up and get a job. Like, it, it kills me, these women who are trying to milk the system and make it difficult for men to move on with the rest of their damn life. Like, I've seen that. I've seen that just as much as I've seen it the other way around. Men who have decided I don't want her no more and she can't get over it, so she sabotages anything about the progression of his life as a man. It's the same thing true of bitter men who got left. She didn't got another man. She didn't got another thing going on for her personally, her, not the child, her. He mad at that. So he decides he's not going to pay child support. He's not going to you know, participate in the custody uh, and visitation appropriately. You're going to do everything in your power to try to interrupt her life. But the truth is, is you're showing who you are and what that child means to you when you do anything that's to sabotage that that other parent. That is, is really ignorant and immature. Like, I can't believe that anybody would use a child in that way. And we see it all the time. We see parents who have fought because I saw the video, everybody saw the video of the woman who had the two kids, the twin babies, who went and got a haircut with their dad, and she made whole, she made that World War Eight. I mean, because he wanted to take his boy to go get a haircut, which if they were married, 
she probably would have been bitching had he not done it. So it, it, it is just like the caller said earlier, there is a two-way street and there's a two-way responsibility. Your obligations of parenthood do not leave just because that relationship left. The influence that you have, the discipline and counsel that's needed for that child is still there. That is your responsibility as a twosome. Lastly, but not even the least, I think the most important, which is why I wanted to do this show, because a lot of people, period, and I'm not going to even say men, I'm going to say men and women, because I've had this discussion with both men and women um, on this particular topic. And this is just how I feel. Now, this ain't the law, but it is in the empire, and I am the empress, so this is how I go. You should desire, you should actually want to be friendly with any mate that your ex chooses. I ain't talking about being best buddies. Y'all ain't got to take no trips. Y'all ain't even got to speak. But you should be able to respect and have a level of friendship with Anyone who is in the care of your child, because if you think that making an enemy out of someone who has the possibility of being in the life of your child is smart, you are bigger dummy than I thought, okay? I've heard women and I've heard men try to determine what some other person that they don't even want anymore, supposedly, can or cannot have in their lives and make it difficult to have a working relationship with these other grown folk who are going to be exposed to your child. The, I've, I've said it before here on the Empire, there are not a lot of things that I'm well, uh, willing to do federal time for, but my children, that's one of them. It used to be money, but money comes and goes, and you're going to just be broke, and you're just going to have to keep working, so I'm over that too. And my mom has gone to glory, so she's good and taken care of. But my children are still here. I would be a fool. I'm just going to put this on myself. I would be a fool to make enemies with my ex-husband's anything his girlfriend, his fiance, his wife, his boo thing, his side chick. I would be a fool to make enemies or to try to unfold or care, you know, have something to say. Now, if I know that there is some threat of harm or I don't trust his authority in picking and I think that he's doing something that is detrimental to the health mentally, physically, and spiritually to my child, there's a conversation that needs to be had, but at the end of the day, there's a decision that has to be made by him. That ain't my business. I don't want him, so you can do whatever you want to with him. I've heard men say, I don't want to have shit to do with her, man. She's a fuckboy and all this other kind of stuff. But know that if she loves that man, that man could possibly be an influential part of your children's life. And if there's strife between the two of you, I wouldn't even risk there being some type of issue so that my child can be safe. Like people, we're getting it twisted, people. When we talk about child support, child custody, child visitation, 
the prefix of all of those things is the child. And until you understand that that is who this is about, you're going to get lost in translation. You cannot expect people who are immature to maybe get this immediately. You cannot expect people who are still hurting over the breakup of the relationship to get over this easily. As a matter of fact, I know a couple right now who had a child one of them didn't even want to have a child when they, you know, when they were married, but they had uh, a child together. He was, uh, he cheated, and now he's out of the house. And now she's using this child as a punishment. Now she's saying things that never should be said. You never wanted this child anyway, so I'm going to make sure that you don't ever see this child again. I don't want you touching this child. I don't want you around. I don't want you to bring them whores that you with around my child. All of those are legitimate issues with regard to your relationship to him, but he is not that child cousin. He is not that child's boyfriend. He is not that child's anything but father. So when you think that you're hurting him, What you're really doing is you're damaging the potential for the relationship between that parent and that child. And I have been told for as long as I have been divorced by older people who I think are elders for me of wisdom is that if you live in the truth of what's happening, if you're over it, be over it. Don't speak of it. If you're done with the relationship with that parent, when the children are appropriate, you explain to them in an appropriate way what that is about, and you move away from that. But regarding your guardianship and responsibility as a parent, that has nothing to do with the severing of that relationship. If you had stayed married to that man, those children every day were going to have to go to school. They were going to have to eat. They were going to have to bathe. They were going to have to be housed. They were going to have to be taken from point A to point B. They were going to get sick. They were going to have needs. So those things are not going to change because you don't like him no more. So get over yourself. And I'm not talking to just men. I'm talking to women too. Y'all going to have to, if, if he wanted you and you were the one he was going to choose, I don't care how many babies you got for him, and if he hasn't chosen you, he has not chosen you. You need to get over it, and you need to take care of your child, point blank, period. I don't care who decided we're going to have this baby. If there was an agreement at this point in the game, the baby is here. This is not a piece of furniture. There is a responsibility to you as well as him. Women who are sitting at home acting like they are owed something because she was pregnant for nine months, you knew when he was with you it was going to take you nine months to incubate this baby. Get over it and do something for yourself. And women, if you think that it's cute to try to make a man broke and have to work four and five and six, you know, different shifts and doubling this and doubling that and you wearing Prada and your baby's wearing Walmart shoes, that's not cute. At a certain point in those children's lives, they're going to realize where your priority was. And I've seen some men, they work hard as hell. They do everything they can 
so that those kids will have because they would rather it be available to them rather than him be understood to, I didn't want to do something for my child. Most men really want to take care of their children, and you're damaging them by speaking anything negative or anything sideways about that other parent or doing anything other than just taking care of their child. And a lot of the times I think people are not over the relationship because a lot of people would not have had children had they anticipated that the relationship was not going to work. Women who get pregnant on purpose and then end up left with all of this worry, that's the tool that you get when you think you have the choice in and of yourself to create another life um, against the knowledge or well-knowing of that other parent. This is a two-person job, and it's a hard thing. I never in a million years would have guessed that I would be a single parent. Thank God that I have a well-educated and very um, capable uh, father of my children. I did not have marriage as a wife to him. But he's always been an excellent father, and I will never take that from him because he, I know he loves them. And when he thinks that things aren't the way that they should be on my end, he try to get in my business and stuff. But they are my priority, you know. And and if you and and, and this is the other thing, if y'all want to still be having some say in what that other parent do, y'all might need to try to stay together rather than mess stuff up. If you really want to be able to have some say, you need to stay and you need to shut up and get your stuff together so that y'all can raise these kids together because otherwise when it's separated, that's the relationship that's separated. It is not the children. This is Damaged by Chris Brown, and we're going to go to Blab in a little bit, but I'm going to take me a little break. Empress out. The runner. Core DJ. Damage, look at this, bitch, 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 bitch. 
Yeah. 